Hey! 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 Ho! Hey ho! Hey! Let's go! Hey. Hi! <laughs> Welcome are, are to the do the intro. Uh, 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 sorry, I, I pulled the Jimmy right here. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Bodega Nights, featuring Jao, Norm, and Martin. Thank you, Jimmy. Thank you. Oh, this hey guys, uh, South Park reference. South Park reference. I love that show. Amazing. Speaking about awesome. love, yeah. congratulations, Norm. Congratulations, Norm. Smooth segue. Thanks, guys. Keep it vague. <laughs> <laughs> Looking forward to it. Amen. Uh, so, how how's yeah, that? Like, oh, go ahead. Joe, are you there? What? Sorry, huh? you kind yeah. of faded. What? Oh no, no. Joe, that's that, that's hello. Uh oh. Okay, there you are. We were scared you were lost. <laughs> Your volume is kind of low. Okay. Um, I can adjust that, I think. All right. Uh, you guys can talk while I adjust my volume, I guess. So, so Norma, what yeah. is your plan for this new situation you are in? There is no plan, Martin. It just kind of happened. <laughs> I like the sound of that. No plans better than with plans that will fail. <laughs> the, the planning part is just supposed to start, so... <laughs> You can really plan before you, before it happens. Exactly. That is good. That is right? smart. Actually, yes. Huh. I just wanted to I, do it to get ahead of the curve. <laughs> but will the curve be flattened? <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Wait are, 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 we, wrong. are we okay talking about this, Norm? Or nah? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Talking. All right, man. So um, Norm is getting married at some point in Woo! the presumably near the future. future. Yeah, um, eventually. And uh, what's the what's the, what's well, the what's what's the plan? That, that's that's a pretty dumb like question, right? What's like is this is <laughs> this to get married? Them? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, is this supposed to be one of them like long engagements, or um, are you planning to like get it over with, like 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 tearing off band aid as quickly as possible? Yes, quick Vegas wedding or something like that. Uh. Well, there are the makings of a plan in my mind. At this point, I think it's best to put it together with the fiancé. Yes, yes the right. F-word. <laughs> the F-word norm? Fiancé. Oh, then is it, with is this going to be one of those Beyonce? things where, we, where, where you guys where wait we, for this, uh, this COVID thing to like blow over? Or, or are you doing this to like... Um, Zoom. Like, like, keep it small. Something. Because if it were, man, if, if it were me, dude, I'd, I'd, um, I'd, 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 I'd like, I'd like to have COVID as the excuse for not inviting too many people to the wedding. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that, that is a good budgetary excuse. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, right. Oh my god. Right. Oh my god. I gotta yeah, pop the actually, question now to avoid that, spending too much. <laughs> That's a good point because, like, a couple of my friends have had a wedding during the COVID quarantine era. Like, only just a handful of people, less than 10, who attended the physical wedding, and the rest were, like, on Zoom or, like, on Google Meet or on, like, some streaming thing while they're watching. Yeah, so you don't have to worry about, like, feeding people and stuff. Mm-hmm. The problem of feeding people in this COVID era, you might get COVID. Right? So, I, I yeah. don't know. I don't know. Is that was that was that one of the considerations, Norm? It's it's, it's, it's one of the options, definitely. <laughs> but okay, I, we're going there, but but at the same time, we're not kind of yeah. And I don't think we're gonna rush it. Like 
in the next three. So, all right. Oh, yeah. All right. You know. So, uh, that's just Housing is that. another concern for COVID. Exactly. <laughs> sure, Absolutely. you have that ceremony, but you know, <sighs> things go back to normal. You're still living separate. Yeah. Um, the uh, well, pens, well, I guess? You know, you know uh, because of... Because of... Uh, because they are predicting um, lower consumer spending, the central bank is lowering interest rates drastically. So, like encouraging people to take out loans and stuff. So if so, if you want to take out a loan to like get right a place now. to live, it might now not. Be, yeah, it might not be a bad idea. With interest rates projected to be at around two percent, I think two two to three percent. Holy smokes! I mean, I'm not. Don't don't quote me on those numbers, but like, I, I know that they're significantly uh, significantly smaller than the six or so percent that we've had in the past couple of years. That is not bad. I know. Oh my god! So you know that that might be a, that might be a consideration, and um, this is sort of the 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 son of an economist in me speaking, but. Um, the the Philippines is a consumer driven economy, and the <laughs> so buy. yeah yeah the best way to get the economy moving again is for people to spend stuff, which is why they're lowering interest rates mm-hmm. to encourage more consumer spending. Oh yeah, I'm looking forward to even lower rates and better promos. I've I've heard about car promos in Cebu that are insane. Right, like this one car right, company man. with a buy one take one. <laughs> <laughs> just to sort of, j- j- just sort of get rid of the old stock. <laughs> it's one way. Yeah. Still a good car. <laughs> and uh, what, what what do you call it? And I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that like uh, the I, I hesitate to call it like affordable housing, but like the sort of mid range <laughs> your your mid range um, your mid range condo developers will probably have some pretty good deals. Yeah, and the funny as, part, you know. And the the funny part about housing is the high, what is it? The high luxury areas, yeah, the high end. They're actually what now? Actually, high risk <laughs> in terms of COVID infection rates. It's funny. Yeah, yeah, that's so weird. But you know, so like the exclusive villages that have high risk there, are the extensive lockdown. Everybody was away another country. Now they're back. They have it. Yeah. Well, there's um, there's the other, uh, there's the other theory about um how the household help are the ones that, mm. right? The, because right, uh, right. because like a lot of, a lot a lot of people what? that live in those super exclusive villages, like they don't have leave their, they don't leave their houses, but then you know their driver, their like. Some of their household help or whatever goes out, does the um, their daily chores for them. The, yeah, does all the supermarket and whatnot. And when they come back to help clean the house, then you know the this uh, is one of those cases where spreads. Yeah, that's just one of their cases where just being rich doesn't exclude you from it. <laughs> You're yeah. affected one way yeah. or another. Yeah, you yeah. can't just so, be. You know, it's it's weird. It's weird, but it's somehow a good thing. It's it's sort of like uh, an equalizer in a way. <laughs> in a way, yeah. So, in, in 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 relation to actually being part of the planning, that one of the things you gotta consider. Be like, for example, BGC is a nice place to live. Very expensive, but nice place to live. Yeah. But there's a huge surge of cases. Yeah. Do we look yeah. for 
somewhere with less cases that is actually somewhat cheaper. That seems to be the option right now. Hmm. Hmm. I'd say Mandaluyong, but it has high cases. Well, my other my other theory is uh, because the because the affluent can afford testing, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm. you know, the affluent and the employed are the ones that can afford to drop the you know thousand pesos or whatever that it takes to get uh, a COVID test Tested. done. Yeah, and you know, like um, like I've been. Let's let's put it this way, right? I've been gainfully employed for the past couple of months, and because I haven't been going out to eat, I mean, I had a thousand pesos lying around, so you know, let's get a COVID test done. <laughs> right? right? Yeah, that's one of the conveniences of it. Eating out is definitely more expensive, so a lot of people are supposedly saving now. But right? we'll and see. the people that. You know, the people that still have an income might want to get a COVID test done, and if you can get a COVID test done, then you know, if 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 you have a large number of people getting COVID tests, then you're uncovering cases that otherwise wouldn't have been reported. So that could be like another another factor that affects the numbers that way. Sure. Yeah, that's that's one way of doing it. Although we did expect the government to spearhead that project. So I, I'd like to posit the idea that since it's become a privatized uh, responsibility, can we have that duck to duck? Like if Probably I get infected be. by COVID, any expenses I might incur has to be a tax deductible period. Like if I incur million pesos, that I'm not paying taxes for 20 years. Whoa. <laughs> Just for the, okay. Right? Because if you get a severe case, even like a week or two in ICU, that's already in the high hundred thousand exactly yeah. I mean, well if the OFWs didn't complain so much about having to send money over for their phil health <laughs> then maybe we'd have better insurance <laughs> <laughs> hey um, I heard yesterday was the start of this something bill so do we have to put the disclaimer that we are not inciting something something here Zhao <laughs> this is really just guys talking. We're not really asking people to go out to the street. That's true. Or anything. Yeah, I mean, voicing our opinion. We're safe. The, the, the number we're of safe, COVID right? cases, the number of COVID cases out there mandates that you don't go out on the street. So don't go out on the streets, right. dude. <laughs> wear a so mask. Guys, please wear a mask. Social distance. And if you have to take it to the streets, social distance. I don't care what cost you're doing. Social distance. Because I think there's going to be a huge spike in a certain city after last night. Miami? Oh, no. Uh, which, which city are we talking about? Some city. Something, something. The riots in the U.S. are still going. Oh, yeah. Uh, Disneyland. The like, ones reopened, here are st- huh? Yeah, reopened. <laughs> and uh, we just hit two million here in Brazil, by the way. I forgot to mention that last week. Go, Brasilia! Hey. We number two. <laughs> we number two. Oh, by the way, have you seen my stats? On What's our that? per 36 minutes, we are ranked number one. I mean, oh, sorry. I mean, per our rank of per one million people, we are ranked at number one. In Southeast Asia? No, in in the world, man. Brazil, Brazil. So suck it, Arizona, and suck it. Um, We're doing Georgia? better than the state in terms of case capacity. Wait, what? Yep. What? Uh, oh, sorry. So suck it, Arizona and Florida. My district, the federal district, is top one in worst coronavirus outbreaks in the world per million people between July one and July eight. We're we're doing Brazil, right? This is Brazil. 
Yeah, this is Brazil. This is yeah, Brazil. Brazil. Uh, so basically, we also have the current cases of positive more a bit a few hundred more compared to the Philippines right now, and that's just one country and one city. And you know, the <laughs> that's the Philippines' response to the coronavirus has been a complete <laughs> show. Like I'm, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm not going to mm-hmm. say that it, it, it was good by any stretch of the imagination, but it wasn't terrible. Yep, like. Oh yeah, in, I mean, you know, the, the, <laughs> I can tell you what's worse. <laughs> in, the, in, in, in the great Philippine tradition, the Philippines has been amazingly mediocre. You know, like <laughs> yeah, like, like we, as a policy or no? I mean, like ever, ever people, since everyone else, everyone. Yeah, like 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 if ever we since. if we. If we rank the Philippines in almost every like global ranking of anything, um, uh. with with the exception of traffic in Metro Manila, the the Philippines <laughs> is uh, the Philippines is mediocre. You know, we aren't the richest country. We aren't the poorest country. Like, um, you know, we 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 aren't as free as some of the freest democracies. But you know, we aren't. Um, like Turkmenistan, whatever. <laughs> yeah, or, or uh, you know, Uzbekistan. <laughs> yeah. Or so it's it's, it's one of those it's one of those things, right? We are we are in the middle, mediocre. Right? So and basically, we're, we're like Scott Evil, Zhao. We're not evil. We're just semi evil. We're the Diet Coke of evil. Just a bit of evil, but not too much evil. Yeah, uh, everything in terms of everything. That's how we've been, and that's how we will be. You know, okay. I mean, no, no, I don't know. I mean, we have at least we have mediocre. hope for change in the future. <laughs> okay, provided yeah, there isn't sure. as much historical revisionism going on yeah. after. <clears throat> I don't know, man. History is a weird thing. It was when <laughs> yeah. when when somebody like. Somebody on um, one of those. Well, somebody asked, like, "What do you think of the whole Duterte versus ABS-CBN thing?" Uh, my my answer is quite simple: they all suck. You know, like, would sweeping under the rug the quote unquote oligarchs that our president seems to be so mad at would sweeping that under the rug um, be doing right by history? I I, I don't think so. Because ABS-CBN, let's put it this way, uh, has been responsible, I think, for the dumbing down of Philippine media in the past, however long they've been alive. And whoever whoever thinks otherwise is, well, probably a fan of bad media, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, let's remember that Star Cinema is the reason that indie films can't exactly... Can't exactly get a good deal when it comes to wide releases of their movies, right? So we have we have we have those idiots, and then we have our and then we have our government, right? Also, like terrible. And when you have those two forces meeting each other, like I don't want any part of that because of the way that like social media works, because of the way that. If you know, if if you are for if, like if if you're you know, I, I sound 
like I'm against ABS CBN, which I am. But that doesn't mean that I am pro. But that doesn't mean I am pro our government because our government is. Is is following along this great tradition of um, splendid mediocrity, and and I don't think that's good either. But you know, if I if I'm against ABS-CBN, all of a sudden I am pro like Duterte. Like no f- that, and the other way around. If you are like, if somebody out there is anti Duterte, that doesn't mean that they're pro ABS-CBN. F- that have you seen their noontime shows? That's single-handedly keeping our population dumb. Exactly, but you know their counters like, oh well, think of the eleven plus or eleven to twenty thousand people who lost their jobs for this, who will be losing their jobs in the coming weeks, and I'm like, but now you see social media, Zhao, they'll blame it on the government. Of course. Oh, yeah, because the government sucks. They're not the bad guys, Zhao. <laughs> ABS ABS not the bad guy here. You know who the bad guy is? It's the one that shut them down. So, uh, you know. Juan de la Cruz, who's working at this station, is going to lose his money. He's going to lose his livelihood. Not thanks to the Lopez's, not thanks to the new guy, Katigbak, but to this guy. To this guy named Duterte because his feelings got hurt. Because he said he vowed this, like, last year. And now, uh, apparently, the renewal is now cancelled. Now they're sitting down slowly. I guess we could could boil it down to it. It's really not a black and white issue. It's not even just a gray... It's a... It's it's definitely multiple layers of issue. I know <laughs> that just compounded over time. Like, Remember, guys, yeah. there are people in that station that we know are currently working there and are currently going to lose their jobs eventually. Uh-huh. They, yeah. So that kind of sucks for them, for, uh, for our friends. Yeah, they could have waited for the pandemic to like blow over, but then at the same time, you know, it's 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 so weird because people seem to forget that the reason that Marcos was so popular is because of uh, because of this quote unquote oligarchy. Marcos comes in, overthrows the oligarchy, replaces it with his own oligarchy, which was terrible. And then after the Marcos oligarchy was overthrown, the old oligarchy comes back in, and you know we're back at like square zero and now our president wants to do the same thing and if he had learned from history it's not going to work or yeah maybe he did learn from <laughs> that's why he's trying to make it sound good so say oh we we didn't take out a media company we threw out an oligarchy see, you see, know that's a it's a bad thing yay okay but here's you know the, like the at, at the end of the day uh, you know the yeah. filipinos are still the ones that are no matter who wins this. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I mean, I know some of my relatives, even though, you know, certain shows dumb down the people in ABS-CBN are going to lose their uh, daily news thing because, of course, what other channels do they have? ANC. They also have, oh, my God, the sports channel is going to close down if you know SNA. It's gone. Um, so it's, it's, it's funny. Yeah, it's, it's funny. I feel up. like the, the most damning quote I've heard so far during the pandemic is that or was it the president said that he didn't have to declare martial law like it speaks on so many levels so it can be worse yeah. so things right? can, like, can get worse like he was able to get his way uh, not without declaring he was able to get his special powers without even declaring but yeah that yeah. was a damning code for me <laughs> from here on out it's damage you know, control that Matt, that's a bit scary here's here's my take on it right Here's my mm-hmm. take on it. If the president can dismantle um, a major an oligarchy olig- that has, yeah, has can dismantle an oligarchy that has been around for decades, half a yeah. year, half a century. 
that has played a lot of kingmaker roles. Probably in the past even few before that, well. man. And probably yeah. for the better part of a century or something. If we can dismantle that oligarchy, good on him. Amazing. You are solving a big problem of Philippine wealth inequality. Yeah. But if you replace it with your own oligarchy, then, yeah. you know. <laughs> all, right, all right. So, thin foreign hat. The, the, the system is broken and nobody wants to fix it because they want to be on top of that system, which is broken, so that they can manipulate it to, <laughs> to their all yeah, full, yeah. you know, influence. That's 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 tinfoil hat. If if anybody really wants to fix, then they're gonna have to fix it by sacrificing uh, any long term benefit to themselves, right? Yeah. And, and, and it yeah. seems like none of our current leaders are prepared to do that. Yeah, so yeah. far. But you know, but yeah. there. That's we're not there yet. That, that's that, that that's my take on it, <laughs> man. Scary, if the president, man. if the president can dismantle the old oligarchy, amazing. But if he replaces it with his own. Him. <laughs> yeah, it's the same well, thing. Jao, um, <laughs> he only took out one, and the rest of the oligarchs are his friends. If you don't realize it, it didn't even take. Yeah. If you think about it, it didn't even take like three generations. It was just like two generations. History yeah. repeats itself, sort of. Yep, it's like a uh, mm-hmm. it's like a cycle. Yeah, but then the you weird know that's, that that's sort of that's sort of the thing, though, right? Like. Um, history has repeated itself in the sense that we have like a strong man leader, but then the um, the the rise, I think, of a strong man leader was indicative of a failure in the period after the strong man leader to learn yep. from the history before the previous strong man leader. If you get what I mean? Yeah, exactly. The problem that we're facing right now. Um, well. You know, um, before I speak, my views only reflect my views and not anything I'm associated with here or in a job. Oh man, that's hope that's uh, that speaks for all of us, man. <laughs> yes, man. <laughs> Just being sure because you know where I work. Okay, these are personal um, opinions. Yeah, these are personal opinions. Uh, I'm like thinking uh, political economist hat on. No, wait, screw that. I don't give a. Um, because what's going on right now is basically what we were studying before, but in reverse. This is a uh, notion that we're studying a failed state, that while we are trying to make a very strong central government right now in a, uh, in a situation of crisis, which is the COVID pandemic, this strong centralized government, as much as power as the executive has right now in his hands, in the judiciary, in the legislative, also, of course, in the executive, while he has control, the outputs of his inputs kind of suck balls right now in terms of the response. There is no To this day, we still don't have a solid plan for dealing with the pandemic. And it's already been, what, four months? No, like I lockdown? said, the response doesn't have to be a concrete response. Response could be, one, a certain bill. Two, that shutdown. Three, something else. Or the, yeah. the quarantine. Like, I mean, the results <clears throat> will suck, but that's the output. So, as strong yeah. as your central government is, in theory, it should have made a good result. But so far, so good, it's not. It's not I, doing it. That's I like why, how, like I said, it, it's it's a very interesting time since 2016 to become a political economy student, to become a political science student. Hell, to be an economics student. Because, my God, uh, starting 2016 up to 2022, it's a very interesting administration to study after it, 
because during it, this is like this is a big anomaly. It's like you found a new species of a dinosaur or a new strain of <laughs> virus that you don't know what to. Oops, too soon about the virus. Yeah, too soon. But you know what I mean. This I like how we, we started time. with the engagement announcement and we ended with the failure of oh. inaction of, of leadership in the Philippines. <laughs> <laughs> so, so example, like you try as a entity to say you're winning a fight that you're clearly not winning. They never That's won any fights that they declared that yeah. they were fighting. <laughs> That's like something I, I don't think they ever declared that they won a fight. There is, there, is, there is no end to the war on drugs. We stopped even reporting on the war on drugs because there is no end. And they stopped yeah, reporting really on bad idea their to wins for <laughs> That's very bad. And then we have the, what, what was the, next one, the war on COVID. Which yeah, the there was no COVID. plan for the war on COVID. It's just, you know, send out military police out there with face masks on and shoot the virus. And, and now okay. we have the war on terror. It kind of worked in Resident Evil, man. Look how many things they... Could, well, they... All kind of died, but you look how many things died. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I forgot who it Worked was. That video game. It's like yeah. we I, I like forgot. declaring wars on uh, things that are hard to quantify. Tough. Yep. I, I I can't remember who it was. That's why I but love qualitative. Somebody mentioned. Quantitative. Somebody yeah, mentioned that um, it is the only. Yeah. It, it it is the way to to resonate with Filipinos to talk Which about one? war, like the war on this, the war on that, right? Because of the way that we're taught history, all of our you mean um, the like, keyword is war if, or fight? No, I mean like yeah. If you look at every if you look at everything that we glorify in our history, it is all somebody fighting something, right? It's always like and we fought the Spanish. Like, and we fought like the Americans. Pacquiao fighting and the Mexican we fought the boxers. Japanese. And Pacquiao fights American, no, fights South American boxers. Like, like um, our our identity has always been, at least like in basic ed history, has always been framed as um, we are the people that fought against something and won, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not our, sure if we're going to win here. Our quote unquote first national hero, Lapu Lapu, that killed Mijala. Lapu Lapu, man. And yeah. not Humabon. <laughs> and and not, not, not Humabon that made peace with Magella. Exactly. We remember more of Lapu Lapu, not because of the right. fish, but because he kind of killed the Spaniard. Right? So Lapu, that, Portuguese, Portuguese, so, Portuguese. The Portugal. Yeah, he was Portuguese. Portuguese. And so if we. If, if we. Um, if we look at the psyche of the Filipino, and again, these aren't my words, right? Um, this might be a problem of the way we teach history, that it always has to be framed as, if I may use the Ateneo term, one big fight. And, a, and, and that could explain, um, you know, the usage the, of war. The, the fighting as our sort of response to every problem that we have because of the way that we have been uh, framed in history. Okay, so from the historical standpoint, that's 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 the key word. That's an interesting thought. I'm not a marketing guy, but Norm, like, what's your take on the key word using war or fight and how it incites the, you know, the population? Because I I, want to hear your thought on that. Uh, Yeah. That's like marketing, communications. It shouldn't have to be. Um, the, the, the funny thing about it is 
it does connote the militarization of things, which is weird because why does everything have to be a war? And I know this is where Zhao and Martin, you, Martin, are coming from. It's just we're wondering. I, I, I know we're trying to get past COVID, and we don't have to name it a war because it's just that Jesus feels one-sided. You know. Yeah, I mean, COVID just kind of happened. You know, Nobody declared war on poverty. Exactly. Right? I, I've always been a Wait, proponent of Rizal. War on fault? I think we did. There was got to be a war on everything. Yeah. This is something that we also got yeah. from the Americans. The Americans are fans of wars on stuff. We're the, we're fans of declaring war. That's that's what we are. We don't actually take action towards it. <laughs> well, we actually kind of do because we do have soldiers on the streets. <laughs> yeah, literal. <laughs> Right, like, and that's—that's. That's, I, I think that's the fault of leadership. Like, somebody is trying to sound smart, and we're declaring war on blah blah blah. And the cabinet yeah, doesn't again, really uh, see it as. I, I think I well, saw. I, I, I think I mentioned this in our last Bodega Nights. Um, one of the problems in the Philippines is that we're pretending to be the United States, and um, this this whole. Uh, this whole warlike attitude might also be something that we inherited from the U.S., right? Like, like the war on drugs was like something that happened in the 80s, you know? The war on terror was George Bush's thing, right? Yeah. And it seems like... We Iraqistan. And it, and we're, it we're trying to set a world record for wars declared in one precedent. Yeah, and and it seems like Donald Trump's response has also been very militaristic, right? Like, um, I mean, not not his response to COVID, but like the way he is, um, the way he is deploying his police, you know. And the funny right. thing about the U.S. is oh, that yeah. their police is just as armed as our armed forces, because our Actually, armed forces kind of suck, right? <laughs> you do know, like, uh, like uh, there's one state. There was a chaz that happened, a, a free zone, and there was a lot of ro- looting, robbing, pillaging. So, Yarr. a police-free state didn't actually, like, turn out as fine as they thought it would, because there will be warlords. Same thing that happened, like, 11 years ago, somewhere in Maguindanao, if you remember that massacre. I Wasn't it because of a warlord? I can't, I can't imagine like- why anybody would think that a complete lack of police would be the to police brutality. That was never the the issue. The issue was the people who were assigned to become the police were yeah. very violent and very racist. Yes, because they thought defunding the police meant no, no more police here. Right, a- and and that they couldn't be <laughs> held accountable Funded. for any of their acts. Weird why you can't sue any of the cops for a country yeah. that likes suing yeah. things. Actually, that's weird. Yeah, it should be sued. <laughs> oh. So yeah, like, it's a messed up thing. And speaking of the West, I've been seeing a lot of posts from a certain former American uh, Air Force guy that we met, me and John. Really? Uh, yeah, like while there's a B, yeah, there's still a BLM going. There's still issues like the NBA trying to return in the Orlando bubble, even though some of their rosters have now tested positive for COVID. Eek. So aside from that, there's also the Speedogate scandal thing. So the what? Epstein was apparently uh, just the tip of the iceberg. Like uh, this, you know, the whole pedophilia running rampant, not only about Hollywood, but also about the rich and the elite of the Americans. Right. But oh, yes, that's yeah. an episode that we want to tackle in the future because, man, 
this is just messed up. <laughs> I thought I <laughs> heard you say speedo gate. Yeah, uh, yeah, they said pedo gate, like you know, pedo party. Instead of pedo party, you make it pedo gate. Yeah, that, that that deserves an entire episode and a half. Yeah, not not here. But let's just say America ain't that free and glorious right now as well. Not just because of the yeah. whole, uh, you know, uh, protests and rally, which are still happening right now, but ain't getting media mileage because nothing violent's happening anymore. So I'm sorry, American media. Speaking of media, that's the, um, that's the problem with like that's the problem with social media, and what's the problem with our 24-hour news cycle? Well, it's the problem with social media. Everybody sort of is conditioned to get everything quickly, and yeah. as 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 such like results have to be as quick and as drastic as um For justice as a social media as, as a wave of social media posts you know which is yeah i mean they want to be tough. having it act as fast as their hashtags but oh. the system doesn't go that fast like if you try to paraphrase something about what commissioner gordon said to batman like the justice system you have to work within the system as crooked as it seems. You have to show the bad guys that what we're doing is right. This is the right system, huh. as broken as it is. It sucks to say that, but would you rather take it at your own hands like a vigilante and, well, you'll be running against the law as well. So what better are you than the criminal you just, like, shot or killed or, like, you know, beaten up? Right, now, this is but this is something that I'm about to say that... that you know, Oh, okay. Go. Well, on. He, go on. here's what I'm going to say. That's going to, I don't know. That's going to hopefully appease the government um, and the anti-terror terror bill, right? Um, right. Okay. As 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 shit as things are, taking to the streets and overthrowing a government probably isn't the best course of action. Especially when right? we don't have a freaking cure for COVID, right? Like. Because whoever replaces that, whoever replaces the government that we overthrow is probably going to be just as bad, if not worse. Actually, yeah. You so can say oust. That's, oust that's, always whoever. The, <laughs> that's always the big issue there, you know. Yeah, that's the problem. Um, it's so easy to say we want this guy out. Um, and some hey. people say, so who are you going to replace? Hey, uh, have you read the... Um, you know, 1987 Constitution. So if your head of state leaves, who's the next in line? That's who's going to replace that. I, I was a big fan of her husband. Question. I was a big fan of her husband. <laughs> Didn't he go to our school before he died? He was a, he visited. Yeah, he was a great guy, man. But yeah, there, you know, guy. It's, uh, it's that, that, that's, that, that's the thing. That's the problem. We overthrow and the government Jow. that we replace it with. Ten years ago, that guy was done dirty by the previous administration. So it's kind of funny how, you know, you know who is in that side right now. People seem to forget that. Yeah. People seem to I don't know, man. conveniently forget a certain it's, it's, senator who also passed away. And they compare to a current senator who uses a, a certain Bureau of Investigation for six people on the Internet as a crybaby. Wasn't that the same dead senator that, like, kicked out a couple of people who were just staring at her while she was doing a, you know, a speech during the impeachment trial? Isn't that also a crybaby-itis thing? Y'all not, not perfect, man. <laughs> Your examples yeah. ain't perfect, social media. Yeah, um, so, you know, that's, that, that really is the problem with social media. It's like the, the, the response has to be quick. It has to be monolithic. 
monolithic. I'm not sure that's the right word. But responses have to be quick and simple. Uh, yeah, yeah, not, and, not, not um, that, but it's, it's got to be tremendously one-sided, right? Yeah, like somebody has to win, somebody has to lose. When that doesn't, what we should be aiming for that is that everybody wins, right? Yes, but the way that we are conditioned in social way? media, right? the way we were conditioned in social media is that somebody has to win and somebody has to lose. So putting it in those terms, I would like to once again posit that this mm-hmm. ought to be ABS-CBN slash. Um, Duterte. So the 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 people with power versus the Filipino people, right? Because at the end of the day, whatever they do, we the Filipino people lose. If you wanna, if if you wanna frame it like that, <laughs> you know. Actually, yeah, it's like a uh, because Chris Aquino it's a, it's a scandal that seems to be like distracting everyone for for you know as a distraction while we're having a pandemic. The pandemic's still happening, guys. I think we can all agree that everything that's been happening so far should not be the thing that's been happening during a pandemic. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, here's the weird part. Like, people are going to the streets now doing a rally. Last month, oh no, two months ago, May 1, certain people still did a rally, but online, like through Zoom. You can do that too. Social distancing yeah, can still work. Cool. You can still make some noise online. Like what you guys do in social media. You don't have to take it to the streets. Especially right now, just because there's a GCQ, ECQ. You guys still know COVID's still alive and real. The stats are piling up. We're not telling you to not demonstrate. We're not telling you to go against the government. We're telling you to just, you know, stay at home. You do your thing. You you make your voice heard. Because the virus is out there, man. The virus is still out there. That's all I'm saying. Okay, you're. I'm, I'm good. What'd you say? Sorry. In in Manila, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what Manila is. Uh, I know anymore, metro, uh, but you know, it's it's, it's cool. No, like Metro Manila, like um, oh, metro. the the lockdowns or the the lockdown level or whatever it's called allows for limited limited mass gatherings in universities, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that was oh, Jiao, uh, going back to your have and have nots. You notice there were no cops there to stop the mass gathering, even though it's clearly not social distanced and clearly a lot of people in that certain media outlet. Not the one in, I I don't know. QC. I don't know. So I think you got it. You hit it right in the head. (laughs) So uh, if you were a protester, a student protester who did like uh, had social distancing somewhere in, uh, in a school institution in Cebu, and y'all still got arrested. But if you are protesting for a, uh, you know, that company, you're scot-free. No cops are going to break it up. Yeah, that was crazy, huh? That was Favoritism, crazy. right? Sorry. That's crazy. Favoritism. Thank those, you for pointing that out, Jao. Those rallies wow. in UP Cebu, though, that was that was pretty Less, cool. I found it pretty cool that people went, like, people took to the streets. And it kind of sucked that... People were arrested, but then it was pretty cool that like the people that were arrested were ordered to be released by a court. <laughs> actually, that was good. They got released immediately. Uh, same thing that happened actually last month, June, uh, the Pride Parade. Certain people did take it to the streets, got arrested, but they actually got out, thankfully. But again, we're going back to that demonstration two nights ago. No offense to them. Actually, all more power to them, but... 
<laughs> mahahawa kayo paano pag may isang asymptomatic dyan yeah. so sinong bibintangin nyo yung gobyerno o kayo all for well, a good cause but you know wag kayo mang covid covid dyan <laughs> so pag tatagawag na ako pero nakakapikon eh gusto mo mang su- you, you wanna support but the guy you're supporting is trying to run himself over the f- tracks so if it's not gonna be the government shooting you with bullets it's gonna be f- covid <laughs> So you just want to be this a is why, uh, in, 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 in my entire life, I have not heard Martin break character. <laughs> living alone, oh, kind of, living alone, and not hanging out with y'all kind of did that. So whoever is so pro of that media or pro government, at me, block me, whatever. I don't care. It's not like I'm living this long anyway. So go ahead, guys. To those listening, <laughs> come on, man. Suck it. Come on. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but again, so I stand with those Norm guys. Getting married. Again, I'm so f- happy that Norm is getting married, dude. <laughs> like, Actually, me too. Uh, that's, that's the best like, news in this episode. <laughs> that's one of the that's one of the bright spots in my life right now. You know, <laughs> me too, man. <laughs> like one of my closest Thanks, friends guys. in the world is going to spend the rest of his life with the love of his life is something that makes me so Amen. happy. I mean, that, that's something good. But uh, to clarify, I am not anti, you know, that media company. I'm just saying there are better ways to mass gather that's not in person and not kumpol-kumpol, even though you got your masks. You forgot the social distancing part. That's true. That's true. We should all remember and, that, you know, the virus is still out there, guys. Yeah, and I hope our friends are smart enough to have been there and still social distanced and were not near the stage because that would be dumb. Y'all were. By the way, Norm, how is how is how is the process of getting a marriage license these days? Oh yeah, how's that gonna happen? Like online? I don't know. Or do you have to like show up at the? I I imagine it's gonna be a huge hassle because not all of the services are online for the government. Yeah, we might have to go to city hall. Are you gonna? Are you are you gonna have like a religious ceremony or is this going to be like purely civil? Um, well, the goal is a religious ceremony, the whole shebang. Okay, but we'll see about then. The yeah, that's a that's a twofer because like you can you can have it purely civil, but then if you have a, I think uh, if 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 my knowledge of family law is still like intact. If you have a religious ceremony, it comes with the civil part as well, something like that. Oh yeah. So yeah. like it can't you know. be. It's not a buy one take. It's a buy one take one deal. Yeah. Like a and, car. Well, it, and there's so much more value because you also get like the parents happy. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Everybody's happy. It's oh, it's yeah. like a graduation ceremony. It's it's about you guys, but it's also about everybody attending, witnessing oh, yeah. you guys. Um, there was a I forgot who it was though like somebody somebody uh, told me that like um, when you get married remember to have a reception because the point of the reception is to make everybody else happy that way they give you stuff to recoup like what you spent <laughs> <laughs> okay so, so, well, uh, so with that in mind what is the plan let's say can we have a private ceremony and then a very public reception <laughs> Yes, <laughs> on Zoom, live on, on Zoom. On Radio Zoom. We're Norm, like, the wedding we're have episode. Like tiny, <laughs> tiny, tiny packages of food sent out to people on, uh, on Twitch, man. On, on on Twitch, and they can <laughs> give like donations. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gonna, we're going to make a couple's PayPal account. <laughs> that if you... If, if, if you did that, I'd drop some money there. I'd be like, here you go. This is a novel idea. Like, uh, what's only it? Fans. Uh, uh, what's it? Stream. Uh, Sorry, a PayPal. Kofi? Uh, hmm? Or something else? Uh, is it a Twitch? That'd be really funny, right? Like, like, like your reception is like Twitch streamed or something. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna right, uh, we're gonna host a webinar. For yeah, it. or, or, or um, everybody show up on yes. like Second Life or whatever. It's gonna be a virtual tour or Animal Crossing or something. <laughs> Give everybody like um, digital corn or whatever. <laughs> oh my god! Be careful not to accidentally sell it. <laughs> what a way! Things you do because of COVID. <laughs> what of, what am I? Uh, uh, what's what's it? What, one of the one of the co-hosts of the class record actually got married recently, and oh, the wedding. Was, so how did they do it? How did he do it? Um, they yeah, they uh, had like ten people there, and the rest of us were watching on Zoom. Ooh. I imagine this is where the same day edits would come in. Like, all right, here's the we we had a wedding. If you'd like to see it, you have to sign in and. Give a donation or something, <laughs> and then you watch the, the production like a movie. Bro, that's so cool! That's so cool, man. That's so cool. You should do that, dude. Then, if you'd like to add more, you can be part of a QA after. Like <laughs> oh, a like a Reddit AMA or something. Right. Yeah. Ask me anything. Uh, a cash grab. <laughs> Cha-ching! <laughs> what it is? That'd be that'd be really interesting though. Like to have a a reception like that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Gonna have to figure and it out. Like, we have lots of people in different regions. <laughs> How do we say send the same amount of food to everyone? <laughs> Grab food. Oh, Grab. Food. There's a Jollibee everywhere. We're saying. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, I gotta run this by her first. <laughs> Friends are probably gonna laugh it off like we are not sending Jollibee to everyone for your details. Jollibee is not gonna be a reception. Uh, or it could be only the only the people in Manila, right? Only the people in Manila yeah. get a get a catering service and then like get uh, what's it like Lala Move or whatever it is to pick up food and deliver it to the different houses. <laughs> Right, right. We could do that. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. Something to look forward to. Uh, Nothing. We're not rushing anything. But yeah. Uh, speaking of rush, man, what what a rush it has been. Like, uh, <laughs> God, from Feb to now, you know the rush? all these things. Yeah, the rush of the spike of numbers. And here I am, Zhao. I have to update you. I have yet to find the goat head. <laughs> It's it's social distancing, Martin. It's it's. I know. It's isolating somewhere. Fourteen days, so in the mountain. I might try to use telekinesis <laughs> or mind bullets, or something that Tenacious D told us in the song Wonder Boy. The goat heads aren't available through grab food there, or. <laughs> no, but there are like food, weird foods. It says. Ponzukezo. Oh wait, that's kind of cool food. Oh, uh, oh, Martin. Talking about Brazilian food. 
Have you tried a feijoada? Feijoada. What's that mean? It's like a it's like a bean dish. Oh, uh, there's a lot of bean dishes here. Is it like something with beans and then there's like some some cheese, some um, uh, some sausage thingy, something something? I think I might keep getting that sometimes, like alongside with my food. I'm not a bean guy, uh, but it's okay, I guess. Yeah, like beans, sausage, and there's yeah. like rice. I think they're on the side. Yeah, like like very very small rice, like grainy rice, not not like the grain rice that we have, like uh, granulated rice, like powdery. And I'm not I sure. That's why so. I haven't I haven't yeah. I haven't tried a feijoada, and you know I was wondering if you did because it looks really good. <laughs> uh, well. If ever I have, I usually pass on the bean dishes because it doesn't register well with my stomach. Okay. <sighs> But yeah. Um, so right now we're recording this. It's Sunday morning in Manila. So to feel like it's morning here, I ordered some pancakes for dinner and Aww. eggs and bacon. Did it arrive? Oh yeah, it, it arrived like three hours ago. I ate it already. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you just ordered it now and that we're waiting for your pancakes. Apparently. <laughs> no, my, I ate my pancakes. I had a very early breakfast. <laughs> for tomorrow. But Actually, uh, speaking of breakfast, I have to like head out soon and prepare. So, uh, guys, thank you for listening to Bodega Nights. If uh, you still want to subscribe, we are on Spotify. Please don't forget Patreon. to... Yeah, Patreon. And... Oh, yes, that's right. Please help this site unsuck by being a monthly patron, or if you want to kick me out as a very angry host, that's patreon.com slash channel 14. Through your funds, and if we can hit the $10 per month fund, I'd gladly get my face out of here. If, you know, if you guys don't like that. Listening. I guess we're never going to get that $10 a month fund. Yeah. We can get 10 bucks a <laughs> month, man. We'll, we'll start putting video. Ooh. <laughs> oh, yeah, video, baby. Um, yeah, we can find us on YouTube. If we hit that yes. 10 bucks a month. It's YouTube.com. It's Channel 14. Yeah. Channel 14 I'm starting TV. To post, I'm starting to post stuff on YouTube again. Like Yay! these Bodega Nights episodes. Not this episode, please. <laughs> Or the last. Or the last five ones. <laughs> Where there's Angry Martin everywhere. <laughs> We're going to have to like, block it out. Angry yeah, Martin yeah, alert. Yeah, Angry Martin alert. Got to bleep it out. And uh, check out section. Right. And uh, check out uh, check, check out Third World Gaming featuring Critical Index. It's a really good show. Yeah, um, you know uh, the last few episodes we have reached episode sixty nine. Nice. So we had the Naughty Boys. Uh, last episode we had Mr. Stancy of the uh, radio show from Wave eighty nine point one and PWR, and. Obviously, this is dropping before Saturday, right? So it's just going to be me and Charles. It's just going to be a catch-up, me and my other co-host of that show. So it's going to be good. It's going to be okay, I guess. And maybe also check out our favorite show, Radio Norm. Six seasons in a spoken word tour. 